Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark, your host of the Dr. William Clark Podcast. Glad to be with you for another episode. This is the podcast that focuses on nonprofit fundraising, nonprofit strategy development, and nonprofit leadership development. I'm glad to be with you for another episode. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what you need to look out for as you are receiving funds as a new nonprofit. Uh, this is going to be really important for those of you who are starting nonprofits in this season, or you're just now getting your 501c3 status, or you're looking to raise money in this holiday season uh, stay tuned to this episode we got some good gems for you this particular episode is brought to you by the nonprofit fundraising strategies academy this academy was created with you in mind we created this academy to provide teaching and instruction on how to raise serious money for your nonprofit so if you're interested in coaching affordable coaching and you want on-demand teaching you want live teaching you want guidance and direction on how to raise money for your nonprofit this is the master class for you all you got to do to secure your seat today is to go to nonprofitfundingstrategies.com again that's nonprofit funding strategies strategies.com so let's talk a little bit about uh what you should consider when receiving funds um you know so one of the things that we've been talking about in this podcast uh, on this podcast for a while now is uh where you are in your life cycle particularly when you're starting out and when you're new and and here's the reality right everyone that starts a nonprofit, particularly when it's heart driven uh driven by uh, a personal passion or something like that uh, you're starting a nonprofit and you're start you're starting it to express uh the concerns that you have you you use the nonprofit to express your passions the things that inspire you the things that are really on your heart and mind or it's a reflection of the things you want to see changed in your community and let me just say, for those of you that do that, for those of you that are thinking about doing that, uh, continue to do that, right? I want to offer that type of encouragement because more nonprofits are needed in the marketplace that are deep-seated and deeply implanted in the community. Uh, there is a place and space for smaller, new nonprofit organizations. We never know how a nonprofit is going to grow, how it's going to balloon or become viral, uh, but even if it does not grow to a massive size, the relevance of small nonprofits is still important. And if you're in that space where you are considered a small nonprofit, a new nonprofit, let me just encourage you that uh, you need to continue to do what you do. However, you do need to leverage uh, your nimbleness as an asset uh, because there are partners out there looking to help you. Now, with that being said, if you decide to go after grants on your own, um, let's be clear, you're a new business, you're a new 501c3, you're not going to qualify for those large grants that you see, um, those six-figure grants, seven-figure grants. Those grants are reserved for organizations, for companies, for businesses, for nonprofit organizations that have been around and uh, for a while and have proven their ability to manage resources, to receive resources, to deliver on services, etc. And of course, there are other components as to why you know, new nonprofits aren't considered, but that's like the basics of it. And, you know, if you started a for-profit entity uh, and you went after a large loan line of credit, this would be the same scenario where a bank will not give you large sums of money when you have no funds to, to show of or to prove that you have the capacity to manage large resources. And so you're likely going to be considered for small neighborhood grants, two fifty, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, maybe up to 5000 from a local entity. A small non a foundation or even a local uh, locally operated uh, entity like Walmart where they have you know entities around the country and they want to be a good neighbor so they give out these small community grants so you're likely to qualify for stuff like that 
Um, so be be sober about what is going to be available to you as you start your new nonprofit. Now, like any other business, uh, your nonprofit is a business and it will require an investment. Whether the investment comes from you, stakeholders, board members, etc., it's going to require an investment from someone somewhere to successfully launch. And success, uh, a successful launch can be defined by by any standard that you think is important to you. I'm not going to pontificate on what a successful launch is uh, because it may, whatever I define it as may not be relevant to you, nor may it be relevant to what you have in mind for your community, for your customer, etc. But I want to point out though, that whatever you, de- however you define success, however you are uh, putting into context, what success will be for your organization It is critical for you to still have the mindset of investing in your nonprofit because whatever that success is, whatever that success rate is, it will require you to make an investment to support it, to build it, to strengthen it. Now, as you continue to do that, as you continue to exercise the three secrets to fundraising that we teach, which is number one, you need strategy. Number two, you need performance. Number three, you need relationships. Funders will begin to notice you as you develop this resume of results, this resume of consistency, this resume of delivering and being there and building up your repertoire and your portfolio to receive larger resources. So this is when you start to prove that your organization is here to stay. You have a business model that works and makes sense. You have customers who believe in your product enough to show up. And let me just clarify that too. You may be performing a service for your customers, providing a program, and they don't pay a dime, which is how the business model works. But here's the reality. Every customer that shows up, every customer that uh, puts a butt in a seat that walks through your doors or in these days uh, logs into your Zoom, they are in fact paying customers from the perspective of their time equals a dollar amount. The time that a customer from your community uh, invests in your program results in an attendance, it results in outcomes and performance uh, against the KPIs of your program. And those attendance rates, those show up rates, those uh, completion rates results in dollar amounts. If you want to lose money real fast in a nonprofit community, stop having customers show up. Customers vote with their feet. Revenue follows their feet. And even though they don't pay a dime, you still got to sell them as if they are paying a million dollars to take your program, to be a part of your program. This is why the business model of the nonprofit uh, world must continue to evolve to think of your non-paying customers as paid customers because their presence results in major money being given to your nonprofit. This is key. This influences your recruitment strategies. This influences your approach. This influences how you view customers. This influences how you treat customers. This influences how you tell their story. This influences how you design programs to meet their needs, so on, so on, and so on. So you're going to have to build on this infrastructure of providing solid services. But I don't want to lose sight of the fact that when you're starting out, that investment, that initial investment is going to have to come from somewhere. And so as you're starting this, I want you to be considerate of this. Now, here's another thing I do want to share before we wrap this podcast. 
Listen, a lot of people complain about them coming out of pocket to pay for the services of their nonprofit organization, and they struggle with that. They, they struggle because they feel like they're doing it all by themselves. And I think there are very extreme cases where people have put out thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. What I've noticed the consistent thing uh, to be is that they're putting out this money with no plan. They're putting out all this money out of their pocket with no strategy. That there's nothing wrong with putting out the money. And quite frankly, I encourage founders to be the first investors, the first ones putting money in, tithing to your nonprofit, if you will. But when you put this money in, whether it's your own and the money of other people, what is the purpose of it? Now, if you're saying we're going to use this money to give away coats and hats and turkeys and toys and 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 lifestyle essential items, that's cool. But that's not really changing lives. That helps people in a moment. And you're not the only organization doing it in your community. If you have a true mission of changing lives, right, and, and, and which is a whole other podcast topic, but your mission cannot be just change lives. It has to be a specific how, right? So I'm in the business of workforce development. We change lives through workforce development. We change lives through economic, uh, uh, economic development for individuals, right? So that has a very specific purpose to it. And every dollar that we generate goes back to that purpose, workforce development. We improve families through the dignity of work. We improve families through uh, building their economic self-sufficiency and sustainability. So as you think about, you know, raising this money and putting in the money on your own, the question is, what's the purpose? Do you have a strategic plan? Do you have a fundraising plan? Do you have a marketing plan? Do you have a program plan? Your money must have a purpose. And if you listen to this podcast, I have given you several strategies on how to leverage that investment of your own to expand capacity rather quickly. So I'm going to invite you to replay not only this podcast, but previous podcasts, because there's, there's a theme here, right? You, you have the path to be successful with your nonprofit. And with that being said, if you need coaching, join us at the Nonprofit Fundraising Strategies Academy. we got a spot waiting just for you. All you got to do is go to nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. Again, that's nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. we got a seat waiting for you. And all you got to do is go ahead and register and join, and we'll be glad to help you and be a part of your journey. This is Dr. William Clark for the Dr. William Clark Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace.